It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Head over to jlnkshow.com anytime you want, day or night, 24-7, 365. We don't even take holidays off over there. We never stop at jlnkshow.com. You can get the uh, the podcast, you can get videos, social media, everything there. It's available at your disposal anytime that you see fit to spend some time there. What's coming up on the podcast today? We're going to talk about how many people are having sex in the rage room. You're not going to get it in the champagne room, but you're definitely probably most likely going to get it in a rage room. Something tells me in a rage room, I wouldn't be able to give it. I would be getting it. Oh, no. We'll talk about the best apps for sexting. What happens when you have two vaginas? I'll tell you this. It's costly. What happens if you both want a threesome, but you can't agree on what kind? Great advice coming up for this guy in a little bit. Um, A guy... Um, you know what? I'm going to save that for the end of the podcast, just so that it lingers, uh, that the aftertaste of the last story will stick with you for a little while. We got a funny Florida story, just weird, um, about Florida man shitting where he, he shouldn't be shitting. And and then a man goes through menopause. Uh, okay, I get it. Maybe sympathy menopause, something. I don't know. But it's how he ended up going through menopause that will fucking shock you. Wouldn't it be? The things that people will do to their bodies in the name of better health has sent this man spiraling into menopause. <laughs> this story is insane. I didn't even know this was a thing. We'll save it for last, though. Uh, let's start right here. Uh, this fella's got a problem. He says, uh, I was hit with a bombshell over the weekend. After eight years of marriage, my wife wants a divorce because she thinks we're sexually incompatible. Well, it took you quite a while to figure that out, but I get it. After that amount of time, things can sort of dwindle. They have a chance to evolve, I should say. They say sex has been an issue, but it's something that we've only just now started to talk about because we've both been unhappy with the rut that we've gotten into. Oh, she's in rut. Nice. I don't want to understand why it took so long for us to talk about it if it's been as miserable as she is telling me now. I suggested counseling, therapy, getting creative, hubba hubba. But uh, she's done, or so she says. <laughs> you have every solution in the book. She's like, nah, nope. I'm just done. No, nope. That it, to me implies that even if it was great, she still wouldn't be enjoying herself because you were there. He wants to know, is there someone else? Dun, dun, dun. Hey, at this point, it sounds like there's anybody else. She says, it feels like I'm getting the blame for all of this, but obviously it's a two-way issue and we can't solve it if there's no discussion. She doesn't even want to do that. Is there anything I can do about this? I'm stunned, the dude says. Uh, dude, if she's not willing to talk about it or talk to somebody else about it, yeah, your fucking hands are tied, man. If you're like, sorry, here, if bro. You're, if you're like, here's every solution and she just doesn't even mm. want it, she's like, no. Mm. That implies to me that she doesn't even consider the solution to be something worth working for. She's like, ah. This yeah. is a great example of, I don't know. What are you hungry for? <laughs> like, well, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. You're part of the problem. And I thought maybe you would be open to some, some solutions. Eh, that doesn't sound good to me right now. What else are you hungry for? Mm. 
All right, we all know what a rage room is, right? You go in there, you bust up the joint, usually smashing glass. Who doesn't love the sound of smashing glass? I saw one of them in, in Vegas, and it looks so much fun. It was closed at the time, but everything in there was fucking broken. They say customers come in and pretty much just bust the joint up. They say it's a great place to blow off some steam. You throw some plates at a concrete wall, destroy a television with a baseball bat, take a hammer to a photo in a frame. I can't imagine how good that feels when that baseball bat hits that drywall and you're doing it on purpose and you know you don't have to fix it. Best part is you don't have to clean shit up. Here's something that owners and operators of Rage Rooms have been noticing. People are doing it in there. They're busting stuff and then they're doing it. (laughs) Hey, the sound of shit breaking turns me on. They're getting frisky. They're getting handsy. Yeah. And they lay down together in a room filled with broken glass. I guess there's a lot of sexual energy in the rage room. Hmm. Of course, there's always a camera in the room for safety purposes, but that's not stopping people from stripping down and getting in. This is this is one of the owners and getting into heavy petting during the intense makeout sessions in this mess. That's pretty awesome. Hey, what an exciting one! I bet being a guy who works at a rage room is great. Because you get to watch all this shit all day long, yeah. people bashing today. But then there might be a chance they start getting after it. Every couple you see walk in, you, you obviously you're staring at the monitor and you're wondering, I wonder if these two are going to get at it when they're done. You know, it's weird because when I throw a plate against the wall and it shatters at home, you don't get turned on. But here, all of a sudden, you're you're all for it. No, you get scared. So you bust <laughs> a plate at home, you get scared. You're like, oh, no. The living room's about to become a boxing ring. <laughs> I can't imagine what happens when that fucking plate goes whizzing by your head. But then when you know that their time's up, if you see things, if you're the guy running the joint, you see things kind of headed that direction, you're like, "Mm, I don't need to go in and tell them time's up right now. I'm going to give them a few more minutes. Yeah, We're into bonus time here, like a soccer game. All right, what are the best apps for sexting? What have we heard? Bumble, Tinder, Grinder. You can turn your smartphone into a flirtatious foreplay device. If done properly, a skilled sexter can send their partner over the edge, right? With a great picture, a great story, imagery of what's to come. To build on that, you want to find an app that amplifies your sexting prowess, right? Here are the nine best sexting apps out there just for that purpose. All I need is something I can send that hot dog face girl gif, and then I'm golden. They say catering to those who create who crave discretion, mm. privacy, and a community of people in the same headspace. This is what you're looking for. X-Match. Okay. Forums and chat groups. Oh, so what I say is going to be publicly viewed by others? I'm worried about that. (laughs) I hope that the group doesn't find this to be over the line. They say it's a choose-your-own-sexual-adventure. With a a search engine that allows you to find specifically what you're looking for. It's free for basic, but if you want to really up your game, it's going to cost you 20 bucks a month for premium service. Wow. Casual with a K. Formerly known as Yummy with an I. (laughs) (laughs) One thing this company hates is fucking correct spelling. They say, this one gets you the most bang for your buck, and it's high on privacy. Mm. With just a photo needed to get you started. The first first month is free, then it's $19.99 a month after that. Man, what is this $20 a month shit? 
Yeah, I can't. Have, I can't have them have a photo of me. Did you write this? I did. Best apps for sexting: Dust. It says this is great for in the moment encounters. With every message you send turning to dust within 24 hours. It's so private, however, that you really don't know who you're chatting with on the other end. That was the promise of Snapchat, is that everything you did on it will disappear, but all that happens is people screen cap it and you get right. a notification, like, well, they have it now. Yeah, and you're talking to Steve in the next cubicle. They say Wicker, W-I-C-K-R, great for sending videos and photos when you're sexting. Oh. But because you've got full control... And there's no search option, so you'll need to know what's going, uh, what you're going to sext with before you get going. There's an app called Confide. It is the best for total privacy. There's no community aspect, but perfect for doing things with someone you've already met in a secure environment. I like that this one, they're like, this one is even the most secure. Yeah. Because what you're going to say is so vile and over the line. Oh, this is crazy. Best sexing app. It's called Signal. It's so secure that even Edward Snowden is a fan. Wow. And uh, there we go. Here's one of the old-timey ones. We've seen you before. Plenty of Fish. Features a casual hookup environment that allows you to connect quickly, if that's what you're looking for. But you'll have to weed through those who are looking for something more serious, so don't mm. be a dick to them, because some people that are there for actual dates... I'm here for gross talk, not dates. Thank you. Zoosk. Z-O-O-S-K. One of the best dating apps in the universe, but a wide range of intentions can make it seem this one more uh, one more time-consuming. Oh, uh, there's a wide range of... Oh, there's so like there's a cornucopia mm. of... Uh, I think they advertised that one on TV. Flavors. And then Wild. <laughs> Users need to be verified, which lessens the amount of fake profiles, which I guess is for the better. Yeah, you don't, I mean, you don't in, want to find out your spicy talks going to a bot. I mean, you know, in order for your seriousness to be taken seriously, you want to know that there's somebody else there taking it just as serious, right? Right. So good luck out there. What's it like when you have two vaginas? It's like the worst or best double mint commercial ever. The uh, woman with two vaginas described the moment she realized she had, well, more than one vagina. Uh, they have a technical name for it. We don't care about that. Um, they do say there's many different scales of mutation mm. with the condition that she has. Well, and now, now you're taking the sexy right out of it. You throw the M word in there. Yeah. And she says she has the most severe and rarest form of it. With the two vaginas here. She has two completely separate vaginas, two cervixes, two uteruses, or is it uteri, and one ovary for each set. Whoa. So, basically... She could get pregnant twice by two different people at the same time. Like every four and a half months, she could drop a kid. Whoa. She explained that... Uh, that means, oh, she can have sex with both vaginas. And she can get pregnant with both of them, too. So do you have, like, A boyfriend and B boyfriend, like, front nine and back nine? Like, well, I'm not cheating with you because he played on this vagina. She says, I've always known that there was something really wrong with me when I was younger. She didn't exactly know why she was different. She just knew that she was different. 
Oh, she said, I got my period and tampons never worked for me. I used to remember telling my mom that they're not working. They're not working. And then she became sexually active. She says, the sex felt really, really strange for me. Every time I had sex, obviously, because my vaginas angle outwards, they both feel different for me, and I can't really figure out what's going on. She said, occasionally the guy would hit the wall in between them, and we would just fill out what was out. I don't know what that means. <laughs> this is you and I wondering what that would look like. I know I knew something was wrong, but I didn't actually find out till I was about 20. I felt pregnant, and I decided to have a termination. I went to the termination appointment. After that, uh, after that huge deliberation that I had to go through and woke up in recovery, and they told me I was still pregnant and that I had two vaginas and that I would have to go through another termination because it was on the other side. They picked the wrong... Oh, you had they, a 50-50 shot. You blew it. They picked the wrong door. She said, the only major downside to having two vaginas is what? I don't know. Explaining it to potential dates? Now look. Oh, yeah. She said, it was pretty traumatic way of finding out, finding out, but I was glad that I did. She said, when it came to her periods, one usually lasts slightly longer than the other. They both happen at the same time, I hope, right? She has to stagger using tampons because they swell up enough next to each other that it hurts her. Gross. This sounds terrible. Oh, no. And then even worse, she goes through the double amount of tampons each month. That's costly. She said that's the only real downside to two vaginas. Other than that, she's had two babies with her husbands. A husband, singular. She does say that ha uh, each of her uteruses is half uteruses, half the size of a normal one. I don't know what that means. But she decided to have her children via C-section. She thought it would be quite traumatic for me and the baby otherwise. Wow, that's crazy. And the fact that other than that, she's fine. It's just like she yep. slowly figure it all out on her own. That's not nearly as porny a story as I thought it was going to be. All right, this guy wants some advice. He doesn't know what to do. You talked her into it, man. You did it. You talked her into a threesome. Bringing a third party into the bedroom. It's a perfect scenario, right? Not so fast. Two-thirds of a threesome has concerns about her and her boyfriend's ability to see eye-to-eye -eye on how to make a threesome happen. To be clear, two-thirds says she and her man are comfortable, fulfilled, both have a solid amount of group play under our belts. That's that's pretty great. All right, so they're not rookies. Problem is, they seem that uh, the problem between them seems that he doesn't want the encounters, the threesomes, to feel too planned, and she doesn't want them to feel too sudden. Weird. So they've gotten to the habit when it comes to threesomes, they don't follow through or flaking out. Obviously, if it's too sudden, somebody's going to flake out, right? Or if it takes an ungodly amount of planning and the other, you know, he's just like, eh, this is taking too much time. I'm, I'm done with this now. They say they both still fantasize about a threesome and they talk about how amazing it would be to finally do it. But now this woman is wondering if he's not turned on by the prospect of someone I've met socially or on social media planning a visit. And I have trouble being comfortable with somebody completely ready to drop right in my lap. What are we supposed to do? So what do you do? You want to plan it out. He wants it to be spontaneous. One of you has to lie. Where's, if, if where's the, the middle who, ground? If the one who likes it spontaneous 
than the one who plans it, secretly plans it, and makes it appear to be spontaneous. I gotta be honest, I thought we this, you did this story, it was gonna be one of them wants two guys, one of them wants two girls. If that's the problem, how do you handle that? I think you have to agree to do them both. And then you flip a coin to see who goes first. I mean, no. If you're gonna be fair. I think you gotta be... You gotta you gotta let the two dude thing go. If you finally talk her into it, and she's like, "Well, I thought we were doing it with two dudes," and you say, "I thought we were gonna do it with two ladies," and she says, "Well, that's not really what I want." Well, in order to get what you want, you have to give her what she wants. You have to figure out who has the hand and who wants it worse. Do you want a threesome worse, or does your wife want a threesome worse? Who you, wants it worse? Of course, you want it worse. Of course, you want it worse. So you're gonna have to obviously negotiate. You're going to have to give in. Because she could say, what, two, two, two women? I don't want to do this now. And you're like, well, now I'm shit out of luck and I don't have a chance. So you got to say, all right, let's go get that other dude. I've done plenty of worse shit. It's not a big deal. If I have to do this to get that, then this is, the, you know what? By God, these are the sacrifices I have to make. It's called taking one for the team when you're <laughs> the only one on the team. You still have to take it for the team. <laughs> hey, that moment of negotiation when you realize you're not talking about the same thing, you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. We should try it with, with another girl first. And she's like, no, no, nah, let's just not even do this at all. You're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a actually, minute. And then I'd even insist. I'm like, why don't we do the one with two guys first? Because if we do the two girls first, then I might find a way to back out of it after that. I got what I want. I'm good. Right. Hold me to it. Hold my feet to the flame. Make me work for yeah, it. She's like, yeah, maybe we should shouldn't even, we shouldn't even do this at all. This is a silly idea. You're like, no, 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 no. What did you? What was your idea again? Let me hear your idea again to it's see like, if maybe I've warmed up to it in the last eight minutes. Yeah, it's one afternoon I can get through to an afternoon I really want to get to. Right. All right. Here's a. I don't even understand anything about this. About this story. 45-year-old man, Florida man, Clearwater, Florida, has been arrested. Police say he was, this is from the police report, observed defecating on a deceased possum with his pants lowered and his anal region exposed. Wow, so he was spreading his butt cheeks. So this fella just deuced on a dead possum. Not only did he deuce on a dead possum, he deuced in full view of the motoring public during busy traffic time. <laughs> All right. Okay. So now I see where the problem comes in. Uh, the he man. Got uh, out copping a squat. Meanwhile, cars are flying off the road. Did you see what I just saw? Dude's name is Rudy Wilcox. He denied pooping on the possum. Suggested that the officer doesn't, he doesn't see straight. I don't know what that means. Although the police report does note that there was physical evidence viewed at the scene of the crime. <laughs> Which means he, he landed the deuce. His dookie on the possum. It's not yeah. enough you're disrespecting a possum, a, a corpse. You're doing it in broad daylight. We're passing cars. Although, what an exciting thing to see on the side of the road. Now, this story is fucked. A man with Crohn's disease landed in the hospital after being treated with an illness. Okay. An illness he got he caught from his mother's fecal matter. I would just suffer. Now here's what's amazing. It was a do-it-yourself treatment. The dude's name is Charlie. Charlie lives in Toronto, Canada. Charlie is in his 30s. Charlie had a fecal transplant four years ago. Did you say it was a do-it-yourself fecal transplant? It says DIY. So that means you got to retrieve you got to retrieve the poop yourself. 
Charlie is a part of a new documentary <laughs> called Designer Shit. <laughs> that it's led him to begin experiencing his mother's menopause symptoms. <sighs> Since he had a fecal transplant from his mother, he's now, according to Charlie, going through menopause. I know that there's got to be a, some sort of um, medical reason why you would choose somebody you're so closely related to, but I also know that people do this a lot to deal with Crohn's disease and other like gut ailments, but doing it with your mom's poop and doing it yourself, that's, that's something else, man. So what does it do if you have Crohn's disease? Why are you getting a poop transplant? The problem, from what I understand, and a lot of them, if you get them through a doctor, it comes in pill form. You're not actually like sucking down a turd or putting poop up there. Okay. It's that your gut doesn't have bacteria it's supposed to have and by you taking bacteria from somebody else's butthole and putting it in your butthole your gut now has the bacteria and can build off of that well according to this man Boy, i actually knew a pretty decent amount about that right and his fecal transplant it has been uh, effective for certain people with certain illness illnesses like crohn's disease now, Charlie says he's experiencing hot flashes, <laughs> sweating, and mood swings, just like his mom has been dealing with as she goes through the change. <laughs> I caught my mom's menopause. Um, so he's trying to blame his menopause on his fecal transplant from his mom's. However, doctors do say the little brown care package does transmit high levels of hormones, and yes... It is entirely possible that he's going through menopause just like his mother. That is fucked. I gotta know so much about the retrieval process. The like, do you hear her flush from the next room? You're like, Ma! She's like, oh, I forgot. I'll get you the next time. How do you get it in that little capsule? I, hey, <laughs> there's no way you're not touching that. Doing that, like, gloves you know how, or not, you're like careful. There's over the turd, like smushing it together. Like, you oh, know how you can buy the empty capsules. You know, like the. Oh, the yeah. you say, did you just take them in? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. That's there you go. That's the worst thing you're gonna hear. Hey, you know what I would say if that happened to me? Of course, this would happen to me. Look what I've been doing. Playing with my mom's poop. Of course, I'm sick now. You got what you deserve. Right. Well, have a great Thanksgiving weekend. I would retell that story around the Thanksgiving table if you get the opportunity. Anybody here with Crohn's? Crohn's disease today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, don't forget you can stay up to date, all things JLNK like we talked about. Head over to jlnkshow.com, and we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.